Stay tuned. East Side Radio, 89.7 FM. You're listening to Breaking Waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts, Alex Healy and Arabella Alamy. How are you today, Alex? I am going so well back at uni, dreading one and a half more years, but we'll get through. Halfway through. Exactly. But how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Just started my new job too. You liking it? Where did you start? Um, I'm just last week and we're going to talk about that throughout the show. Sounds good. So what else are we talking about today? So we're going to start off with working with partners because I've been talking to a lot of people about this as my boyfriend has just started at my job. He, I work at a hotel, he's concierge okay. and I'm on front desk. So we're in the same department under like front office, but we do different roles. And I've told like obviously been really excited, told like mates at work and some of them have been like, oh, good luck. And like, that's a bad choice because if like we break up and stuff and others have been so excited for me. But like, if you think about it, I would never have asked him to work at the same job as me if I hadn't seen a future with him. But like, what are your thoughts on working with a partner, like risks, benefits? I think it could strengthen a relationship and if you both like want to work towards something similar and you both put your ideas into it, it could strengthen the relationship. But I've worked with partners on like projects. Mm. Like what type like of projects? Side businesses. I <laughs> um, but I've never worked like in a business with someone. So how is it now that you've been there? Well, him? I was so excited to work with him and like, I still am. I've only worked, I think, I've only worked two shifts with him. And he's still in training, um, but I love the fact that if I am working with him in the future and, like, a guest gets really angry at me, like, it it often happens if someone's really not happy with the hotel or, like, the room, they'll come down. Yeah, the first person they take it out on is someone on front desk because, like, they're the first point of contact. Um, And then from that, like, you feel, like, absolute bull. And so I look forward to being able to just go to him and just like get a hug and just hug rant and it out. Feel better. Exactly. So but it, rules like um well we've just made this rule recently and that is to not talk about work outside of work because we have been a bit because he's in training like I've been just saying like have you learnt this? Like what have you you know what are you loving so far? Um and I think I came off as a bit like you I just said like you don't know like you need to learn this 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 so I'll go to maintenance get them to teach you this because I don't want people to be like oh my god he's like been working here for a month and he doesn't know how to do this but it came yeah, off I feel like yeah I feel like I came off as a bit bossy so I don't know how he feels about that but we're not talking about work anymore outside of work because that's a great rule I know exactly but I feel like hmm, I feel like what are other risks oh my gosh I've, I've been so scared to accidentally call him pet names in oh. front of guests what are your pet names for him? well I call him baby I mean it's oh, that's so good you saying it out loud um but I imagine just being with a guest and actually saying hey baby can you take the bags oh, they might think you have a very positive work culture all the employees are like family I find saying pet names I don't doesn't come out of my voice box naturally I can't that is real I'm like can you please think of a pet name for me and he's like it'll come out naturally I'm like it's been over a year like can you force something out (laughs) yeah I can't say nice things naturally it sounds forced (laughs) no I get that he's like the same well we are going to go into our first song which is intoxicated samba remix by dance life
You're listening to Breaking Waves with Arabella and Alex. And I was just thinking about that conversation we had before the song about girls being bossy in relationships and work. And I think that's something worth exploring in our next show. Definitely. So what have we got for the rest of the show? So we're going to talk about Tourette's in dating, the workplace and while studying because you and I both have Tourette's. Yeah, So sure and it's something we share in common. Um, and so we're going to deep dive into that and our experiences and also if there are other people who have um, like anxiety or anything they can relate and hopefully we can help people with that. Yeah. So did you tell your boyfriend that you have Tourette's? Yeah. So we actually, I think we were together for, I think we knew each other for like three weeks before we started dating. Um, and I'm like naturally a really open, honest person. So when we started dating, I had like the talk about like everything, but I did just kind of put it out there by the way I do these like little things like I'm not winking at you all the time like I have Tourette's um he never questioned it he never asked me he was just like okay cool yeah like I I don't really know what that is and I was like yeah that's fine you know it's not really a well-known it's not it's yeah unlike anxiety like it's it's everywhere and did you recommend he read into it more or just I um no I, I told him what it is um I just kind of made it like just like a passing comment I didn't want to make it like anything too big because it's not like I I'm not it's not noticeable like obviously I can keep it in like right now I'm just like keeping in focusing on speaking um that's why I didn't want to make it out to be this whole thing that's such a big part of my life mm. and it is but obviously not everyone has to know that yeah and do you see your Tourette's as like there's parts of you that are Tourette's or it's all you do you mean like am I is like all the time is it just with me I'm probably basing it on um my partner said to me sometimes I don't know if that's the Tourette's or you (laughs) on (laughs) no no oh my god completely um that is oh my god that's what yeah that's what my partner is like with um my ADHD because I love the fact that I have it because I am so hyper and energetic when I come to the room I'm like hello um that he all the time he's like I don't know if that's your hyperactivity um with Tourette's sometimes um only sometimes like um like no it's it's not really with Tourette's with my ADHD I'm literally like so hyper I'm like out there and he's like sometimes I don't know if like this is your personality or if it's like purely your hyperactivity and I don't know where to like draw the line on what's my Tourette's what's my ADHD what's my OCD no what (laughs) It all kind of goes into one. So, yeah, I find it hard to sometimes explain what's what. And whenever I've gone to, like, even some friends say, like, go look it up, it is hard to find, like, conclusive kind of, like, examples of what people are like mm. with Tourette's. And there are a lot of sources out there. You know, some of them aren't always factually correct. Um, I always go to, um, like, either government sites for things or um, I usually go to Healthline, I think it is. Yeah, or the Tourette's org. But yeah, it's kind of hard to direct people in the right place. But how did you, like, at one point did you tell your partner and how did you explain your Tourette's? Um, And we'd been friends for a while, so it came up as we were, like, just getting to know each other. But I think the more time we spend together, it's more apparent. And I guess Mm. because my moods are up and down and, like, I'm very hyperactive and not sometimes. But Mm. I'm probably living together now. It can be more obvious. And because we've moved, like, moving a big change like that, my tics were getting Mm. worse. Definitely. Um, So just trying to find ways to explain. But also, if I'm in a ticky mood, I don't want someone, like, close to me or asking me why I'm ticking. So just, yeah, being able to communicate. Like, when I'm in this, just leave me alone. But, yeah, I find it hard to find things online that 
explain it. We probably need more modern case studies. Yeah, I know like big life changes, like you said, that can trigger Tourette's. And a big one is mm. sleep as well. Like sleep deprivation is massive for triggering tics. I know like right now, you know, going into second week of uni, it's only second week, but also coming out from like holidays, like going out, having fun, kind of being a little bit, you know, bad with my sleep and then going straight yeah. into uni and working. Um, so how do you right find now, study? Deprived. Studying. Tourette's. <sighs> Um, well, my studies, when I have great lecturers, like they're so understanding, they check up on me, but when the subject is like a bit much, I tend to look ahead a lot. Like I have put together like my assessment calendar and I'm looking like I've got three weeks where I've got like two assignments due. Um, they're big ones as well. Cause it's third year. Um, and so I start like stressing in advance, which is mm. so pointless. Um, so I try and just realize, like bring it back to the present. It's okay. Now I'm only in week two. Just remember to focus on these classes and not stress. Yeah. And, like, you'll get through it's just uni. And that kind of, like, helps my ticks. Yeah, so mindfulness. Do you f- I find it takes me a lot longer to complete tasks and do readings. Mm, I feel like ticks definitely take up a yeah. lot of brain capacity. Like, a lot you're just, like, when you do, you're, like, stop, stop it, stop it, so, and then you lose. So I feel like you like, factor that into your assignments. And <laughs> you might spend, like, one hour getting Extra distracted time. by your ticks. But, like, maybe a positive is because I'm quite, like, pedantic. Like, mm. I'll really, like, analyse something. So I'll get more out of the assignment because I'm being so focused on it. But, yeah, it takes me so much longer to complete tasks. Um, what about work? Yeah. Do you tell people at work you have it? Um, only managers. Um my current job um, my managers are so understanding I have just like mentioned it you know just by the way um nothing bad but um people can tell I know like recently I, I've used have used to be able to like obviously contain mm. my ticks around guests because like, like I don't want to I know this is going to sound bad but I mean like it's kind of the truth I don't want the I'm the face of the company. Like, you're the face of the hotel when you're on reception desk. Like, you're the first point of contact for guests. And I don't want to make the place look bad if I'm, like... There's nothing I'm bad not, about exactly, I know. Exactly. I'm, I'm only yeah. saying that because it's, like, it can go, it can be on people's minds. Um, It's nothing that concerns me. So, obviously, I've, like, tried to hold it in. Yeah. Don't want to see, like, all flustered and stuttery. Like, you know, that's me, like, naturally. Like, I'm not stressed, but I can look stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I've tried that. to, like, hold it in, but recently I've been ticking a lot more. Um, yeah, it comes in waves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny because I don't, I didn't tell my um, employees when I started at this new job, and then I was working on this document that was like a disability inclusion plan for the organisation. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, I haven't even told them I have this kind of disability. Mm-hmm. And then one of the stats was like they want to increase um, people with disabilities up to like eight percent. And I was thinking they probably might have more of a percentage than they think if people like me aren't saying it. And I guess that something like a neurological disorder is like an invisible mm. disability. But I was thinking, why didn't I tell them? And I think it's because I don't want to add something for them to worry about. Like mm. not a lot of yeah. people do know about it. So on paper, it might look, you know, more confusing than it is. Yeah. And then I think, oh, do they want to hire someone? They have to learn something new. There's always mm. so much people like at work have to worry about like do I want to add that but then on the flip side I was thinking if I make like an eye rolling thing I don't want them to think my facial expressions are rude yeah that's why you <laughs> like, definitely need to tell them it's an attitude problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you definitely need to tell them I mean like I get it you may not want uh, like them to restrict the workload that they give you because they may think oh she can't handle it she has this so I get like it's nice to feel not that this exists but like kind of normal in a way I mean, like, you can't see it when you look at us, you know, because our ticks kind of come out when we're, like, 
comfortable and relaxing yeah. or like really stressing but it's if, fun yeah, yeah sorry it is funny if i'm more comfortable around someone i'll do it more yeah oh same like oh yeah, yeah completely i like when people say like when do you tick it's kind of like when i'm stressed when i'm sleep deprived when i'm comfortable basically all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know but um oh yeah i was gonna ask when are you planning to tell them like at any point are you going to be like look I have this, this, and this. Yeah, well, usually I think I'll tell like a manager first um, just as I like grow closer to them. Get, usually when I get to know someone, <clears throat> yeah. I'll tell them more. But um, just after like reading this document, I was like, oh, God, this is about me. <laughs> so I think, yeah, we definitely should be telling people about it. We've got nothing to hide. But there is that. It's that stigma <clears throat> around like, oh, she can't handle this or she can't do that. I know like when my one of my bosses years ago – um, she literally like set up a meeting like she sat me down because I just made a comment like you know um, I used to work like night shifts like finishing at like 11 I was like I need to take melatonin to like help me sleep as it's a you know a natural yeah brain, a chemi- natural like chemical in the brain yeah. that everyone has um, and she was like oh my god like why do you need to take that don't take it here I don't want that on us and I was like I can just tell you like it, it's natural that's it's a totally sick. she set yeah. up a meeting with like the GM and then literally made her me tell her like everything that's wrong she like restricted my shifts and didn't give me some roles and it's like I am so capable you that's have no idea anything's wrong before. the wrong way it's almost exactly. like we could give a quick education to everyone at work. It could be like a TikTok video that just like explains everything. It's really yeah. funky. Like, here it is. This is it. <laughs> Literally. I know. Well, we're going to go to our next song and it's going to be Help Me Lose My Mind by Disclosure and London Grammar. Talk to me. I'm
It's more than just jazz. It's arts, specialist music, and the issues that affect our community. Heard right here on 89.7 FM, Eastside Radio. Hello, you're listening to Breaking Waves, and Alex and I are talking about living with Tourette's. And I just looked up famous people with Tourette's, and I am shook. Like, I knew Billie Eilish had Tourette's because she's, like, gone on Ellen about it. But David Beckham, Seth Rogen, like, Lele Poons, like, I had... There were so many. Shout out. Literally, I'm looking through this, and I can't... Oh, sorry. Mozart has Tourette's. That makes so much sense. Sorry. (laughs) Literally, that is... Wow, there's actually a lot of people. I'm just, like, scrolling through. That's amazing. I feel so much better. Like, that Mozart... Mm. I because, like, everyone knows Mozart. Yeah, he's a little genius, he just is. like us. I know. Well, I have, I have a little story. Um, it's a good one, and it's about where you draw the line because, obviously, you're all about inclusion and everything, like, not to, dis- you know, discriminate against people with disabilities. Um, I was always kind of battling with this. I'm not sure if it's – I don't know how I feel about it. When I was in year 12, um, there was a girl who had joined the school. I think she was in year 9, and she had Tourette's, uh, coprolalia, which is one of the forms of Tourette's. Uh, it's where you can't help swearing. That's the most well-known form. Mm-hmm. There's also like echolalia when you copy people, what they say. Anyway, and she wasn't allowed to sit in on any school assembly for about, I think it was six months to a year. And I was felt, I felt bad for her. I felt uncomfortable because it's like, imagine, I think she had to sit um, up the top in like the auditorium area in like the office where they do all the lights and everything. So she could like still see it, but no one could hear her. Yeah, because um, she couldn't control it during assemblies. It, exactly. And like the school, I think they asked me um, to do help her like give a speech about her Tourette's and like introduce it into the school and I felt bad like you miss out you just come to a school and the school doesn't want you sitting in on a <clears throat> sitting in on assemblies like not letting anyone else know what is wrong with you I mean I it was kind of awkward in masses and she would scream out extremely inappropriate yeah it sounds like a very awkward and sensitive time to be yelling out profanities yeah because I told you before in the break it was <laughs> yeah things you just can't even say out loud um but I mean, it, it was. It's it's nice that you can have a laugh. Like obviously, if you're laughing at her, no, not okay. But you know, laughing with, you know, I finally it's okay. I can laugh. I have Tourette's, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if the school made that decision to like protect everyone else and maybe not embarrass her. But yeah, I, where is that line between being inclusive and then? Um, letting things affect other people as well. And I do notice when people that have Tourette's are all ticking in the same room, it kind of does catch on. Oh, without a doubt. Like when she would tick, I mean, it didn't really trigger me because she was, she had verbal tics and I don't have um, verbal tics, but... Um, oh my god! Like when we're at Tourette's camp, we yeah. have um like there is an annual like Tourette's camp. It's where like all people over Australia come together, um, and it's just like this really fun camp. Place to go to when you're younger. It's mainly for younger kids. Yeah, I actually counselled at it, and in the like dining hall when everyone was eating, <laughs> everyone's walking around doing their ticks, and I felt quite uncomfortable because yeah. you start mimicking their ones. I know. Oh, and, and the it's vocal like a symphony. ones. Symphony. And- the vocal ones are the worst because obviously someone like you know people would be trying to like say like thanks for coming everyone giving a speech and then they'll be kids just screaming out the most inappropriate 
awkward things, but it's just funny. Like we can all laugh about it. It's so appropriate too because And especially in that kind of space. Exactly. I mean like it's appropriate for like people who have Tourette's and like family members of that. Mm. Just to laugh because I mean it's awkward if you just sit there in silence. But which, it is you know. Yeah. But it is interesting that you kind of can catch people's ticks. Mm. And I have friends that don't have it. And if I'm in a particular like mood where my ticks are quite bad and I'm doing a lot of sounds or things, mm. they start doing it and that energy kind of catches on. Mm. Like I know with you here, like um if I see you ticks, obviously we talked about our different ticks. If I see you tick it then triggers me. Um, and it can be so annoying sometimes. But it's so interesting. I wonder what the psychology is around that. Like Mm. And different ticks give off different feelings. So, well, I find that, do you? Yeah. What's what's yours? Well, okay, you know the blinking ones? Mm -hmm. So, if I blink, I have a particular feeling than if I do one that might be like a sound. Mm. Is it like a feeling of, oh, relief, I had to get that out? Or is it okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the the release feeling is different with different. (laughs) So, do you find it hard to look people in the eyes sometimes if... Okay, that's so weird. That's an interesting thing to bring up because recently I've only noticed at work when I'm talking to a guest, I will look behind them or like with you. Like I don't always look you in the eye. I don't know if it's now we us or if yeah. it's everyone, but I found like if I'm talking and I'm really trying to think about what I'm saying because I'm like on a roll, if I look at someone and their face changes, like they're like, what It'll are you doing? When I tip, off. yeah, when I tip, it throws me off. Exactly. So yeah. Like, and it. In society, it's rude to not look someone in the eye yeah, or it can come across like you've got something to hide. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, it does throw me off and then I'm scared they're going to see me tick. Exactly. I feel like I, we really have to work on that. Let's practice. Only yeah, look <laughs> each other in the, in the eye. eye. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, when I haven't told people about my Tourette's, like at one of the previous place I worked at, they were like, they thought maybe like there was something really wrong with me, like I was on drugs. What? Do I, did anyone ask you yeah like my boss asked me on drugs but just because I had these ticks I didn't tell him about so I think my god yeah but how did he go about it what did he say like he was very like crass like your drugs again I was like what what and that's when I had that's when I did tell him I had it but he wasn't a very professional man and then he went on to when he was telling me about it later and reflecting it with me he's like oh you know it's okay that you don't have the the extra chromosome (gasps) oh no, 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 no. He did not say that, girl. No. <laughs> How so, dare... Is he fired? Please tell me he's fired. Please tell me that was it. Oh, HR he and he's not there anymore, but for other reasons. But, oh um, yeah, so I just, just think that shows, like, the education around these things. It's fine. Look, Arabella, it's fine. If you don't have an extra chromosome, it's fine. You'll he thought live. it was being oh, helpful. Um, so maybe this is why we do need to do some educational TikTok video so we can just... Yeah, you know what we will. We're talking about that with our producer in the break. We're like, people feel like go to TikTok and they enjoy it when they're learning whilst watching a video. That's fun. I find a lot of my TikTok is like girls doing their makeup whilst they're telling some really like interesting story or some yeah. murder mystery or something and I, I watch it because I love it it's not just them sitting there and like talking about it yeah so we should do that like a fun video about Tourette's actually there is someone on Instagram I think he lives in New Zealand you should look him up I think he's called like Uncle Ticks or something Uncle and Ticks. He, I don't know if there's many Instagram we should look up who's Wait, on Instagram actually, that has I'm gonna look it. right yeah. now um, it's called Uncle Ticks and I what is what does he talk about I'm just looking at it right his now his life and having Tourette's maybe we should collab with really? him oh my god yes Imagine, like, we were, like, discussing before, maybe let's hit up Millie Island. <laughs> I wish. Like, can you please come on the oh, show? Oh, yeah, we should have an all-star Tourette's Imagine. Lineup. 
Definitely. Um, well, whilst I'm looking for yeah. that, um, holding on to ticks, because we mentioned that before, but I feel like people could get confused. Like, what do you mean if you hold on to ticks? It's it's a lot, you know, harder. Like, I, we, with like Tourette's, obviously I was staying at work. Like, I try and not show guests, like, that yep. there is something wrong. Like, I try and hold on to it. But when you do, it just explodes when you're alone. Yeah, I feel that, yeah, yeah, I have to let it out at a different time. And also if I am holding it in in a particular moment, I'm concentrating on that. So I might not be as present and I might Mm. not seem as present because I'm putting like my brain energy into holding down the ticks. I feel like, I mean, I feel like going into a room might help and just like isolating yourself and just, you know, letting it all of it out. Yeah. Anyway. We that is it for today. You're listening to Breaking Waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts Alex Healy and Arabella Alamy, and we'll be with you next week again. And be sure to follow the Breaking Waves Instagram. That's breaking.waves.eastsidefm. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.